Okay, this your girl, the real Adana. Um, over here on our platform, your rights is your rights over here. Because we don't judge you either way. You vote, you vote. You don't, you don't. You, you know, if, if we were all programmed to have the same minds, we'd be clones. Because if I have the right to do what I want to do, I'm going to do what I want to do. If you put a candidate up there that I agree with, then I vote for him. Other than that, why I'm a vote? That somebody is going to find what I'm saying in their head. Oh, she's totally wrong. First off, this is my opinion. Because I'm not the only one that feels like this. So my, my platform is for people that feels the way I feel. I don't understand people that says, well, you need to go vote. Well, um, I mean, we can really go on this on this topic. Like, but remember, this is the one I told you that this is going to be agree to disagree type of thing. Okay? I remember being in school and they taught you Republican and Democrat, right? You know, because the way the way they taught was the Democrats is for the poor people and the Republicans was for the rich people. So the first time I was able to vote was Clinton. Bill Clinton was in the office. And I think I was able to vote the second time. So I was able to vote, vote him back in the second time. Well, the more and more, you know, you get older, you start paying attention to a lot of stuff. So I start paying attention to politics. Now, I never cared for politics in school because I didn't understand it. And I don't too much like to debate. I can't keep going back and, back and forth with people on stuff. And, and that's how I learned that you have to just agree to disagree because you can't sway people. I later found out that I'm not a Democrat. I'm not even a Republican. I don't feel like I have to be a Democrat to vote Democrat. And I don't have to be a Republican to vote Republican. I don't have to choose this. I might like this person, but it doesn't mean that I like their views. And the one thing about politics is they always point their hand at the other one. They do. And I feel like neither, neither one is doing no better than the other. None of them is talking what I want to hear. You know, and some people might look at this podcast and look at this video and be like, what the hell is she talking about? And then I go vote. Then you tell me we're waiting on electoral votes, right? Electoral votes is the, the decision maker. So I kept trying to find out who the fuck is electoral votes? You know what I'm saying? Have you, have you ever paid attention to that? Who the fuck is the electoral votes? If all the states voted and the count is in when you showed me the count is in, why I got to wait on electoral votes? If you told me and you pressured me, you said go vote, and I went and vote for who I wanted to vote for, but then you tell me, hold up. Wait a minute. Electoral people got to vote. Okay, so it says, what is electoral college versus popular votes, right? When American voters cast ballots in general presidential elections, they are choosing electors. 
and telling them which candidate they think their state's electors should support. The national voter vote is the sum of all the votes cast in the general election. So when American voters cast ballots in a general presidential election, they are choosing electors and telling them which candidate they think their state's electors should support. Now, you know my comprehension. You know what I'm saying? My comprehension is a little slow sometimes. You know, not slow on niggas or on women's bullshit. But sometimes it's slow on this type of shit. Okay? Because when I cast my ballot, you're telling me that I'm choosing an elector. So when I choose, when, when I place my ballot, I'm choosing the electors. Now, do we know who the electors is? The elector colleges, okay? In other U.S. elections, candidates are elected directly by popular vote. But the president and vice president are not elected directly by citizens. Instead, they're chosen by electors through a process called the electoral votes, okay? The process of using electorals, electors, I apologize, the process of using electors come from the Constitution. It was compromised between a popular vote by a citizen and a vote in Congress. So, the electors, this is who the electors is, okay? So, each state gets as many electors as it has members of Congress, House and Senate, including Washington's DC three electors. Each are currently 538 electors in all. Each state's political parties choose their own state of potential electors. Who is chosen to be an elector and how and when varies the state. So, this is how the electoral votes work. How does electoral college process work? So after you cast your ballot for the president, your vote goes to a statewide tally in 48 states in Washington, D.C. The winner gets all the electoral votes for that state. Maine and Nebraska assign their electors using a proportional system. A candidate needs the vote of at least 270 electors, more than half of all electors, to win the presidential election. In most cases, a projected winner is announced on election night in November after you vote. But the actual elector college vote takes place in mid-December when the electors meet in the, st in the states. While the Constitution doesn't require electors to follow their state popular vote, because remember, we're a popular vote. Many state laws do. Okay, so many state laws do follow it. Though it's rare, electors have challenged those laws and voted for someone else. But in 2020, the Supreme Court ruled that those state laws are constitutional. Electors must follow their state's popular vote if the state has passed such laws. So if your state didn't pass a law for your electors to follow their to follow the popular vote, 
They ain't got to. So, what it seems like is, we all need to do a little homework here. We all need to find out what our laws are for our state and if our electors are following the, our state law that says that you have to go off the popular vote, which is us, the people. Go vote, they say. See, you're not going to have feed me no damn information. That's what you're not going to do. And you know what they say? They say, if, if you want to hide information, put it in a book because ain't nobody going to read it. So let's go back to the electors, right? So each state gets as many electors as it has members of Congress, House, and state. Okay, three electors. There are currently 538 electors in all. See the distribution of each state, each elector by state. Okay. I don't know what state y'all in, so I'm, I'm going to kind of go kind of fast so we not all day because we got like 50 states. So Alabama, number of elector votes in each state. Alabama, y'all got nine. Alaska's three. Arizona's 11. Arkansas is six. California, 55. Colorado, nine. Connecticut, seven. Delaware, three. District of Columbia, three. Florida, 29. Georgia, 16. Hawaii, four. Idaho, four. Illinois, 20. Indiana, 11. Iowa, 6, Kansas, 6, Kentucky, 8, Louisiana, 8, Maine, 4, Maryland, 10, Massachusetts, 11, Michigan, 16, Minnesota, 10, Mississippi, 6, Missouri, 10, Montana, 3, Nebraska, 5, Nevada, 6, New Hampshire, 4, New Jersey, 14, New Mexico, 5, New York, 29, North, Car North Carolina, 15, North Dakota, 3, Ohio, 18, Oklahoma, 7, Oregon, 7, Pennsylvania, 20, Rhode Island, 4, South Carolina, 9, South Dakota, 3, Tennessee, 11, Texas, 38, Utah, 6, Vermont, 3, Virginia, 13, Washington, 12, West Virginia, 5, Wisconsin, 10, Wyoming is 3. So, you might have to rewind this, but that's how many, that's the number of electoral votes that, that is in each state. So, so that's good to know. I just don't believe in voting for something or voting for someone if I don't feel strong about it. Like, I, I just don't agree with that. And I don't understand why people will try to tell people to get out and vote if we're not getting nothing in return. I mean, what are, what are, what are we getting in return? What are we getting in return for anything? Except for what the 50s and 60s when King and them was here. Tell me now, what have we gotten? We haven't gotten anything to stop the police brutality against black people. Like, that's crazy. You know, we, we march. You do all of this. And not a change. Not a law. Nothing. Please tell me how other people have laws and we don't. How we don't have a law to defend black people again. And I, but you know, fuck all that black on black. We got to stop killing ourselves first. Stop that dumb shit. Because if you want to get technical, that's in our blood because it was part of the fucking Willie Lynch law. 
So that's something that we as black people, that's our burden. You know how they say sometimes we have burden to bear? That's black people's burden, the killing of blacks. Yes, we know that need to stop. Yes, we know that. But if you call, if I call the police because I seen somebody get murdered or I seen something happen, but they show up and then they beat my ass, how how black on black crime matter? If if I call the police and he pull up, he 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 jump on me. We know black. We know black on black crime has to stop. We know that. Okay. Oh, black lives won't matter until black people start making. That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. Stop playing with me. That is, when I hear people say that, it irritates my motherfucking soul. It do. Because you don't think we know that? You don't think we know that black, that, that, that our black people need to start killing each other. We know that. But goddamn it, we we need the cops to stop. And you can't blame one president for this. This has been going on since the beginning of time. Police brutality or black people just being beat for no reason. This has been going on from the beginning of goddamn time. They have not one time put a goddamn law in office to stop police brutality or to make them stop. Then they go write a goddamn check for the family. And if they ain't a goddamn insult and smacking my goddamn face, I wouldn't. But that's not fair that the people, the city, city taxpayer people have to do that. It's not fair. You know, a lot of people, they just feel good because they have the right to vote. And all I say is voting is your choice. It is your right. Anybody that feel like, oh, you didn't vote, you don't have a say in nothing. You know, you don't have a say. So, like, stop playing with me. The president can't help my community. I need to start down here. See? I need to start with the home association in my goddamn neighborhood. I need to find out who the goddamn councilman is in, in my area, my district. I need to find out who, uh, I know who the mayor, who the governor is, but uh, who the police chief and all this. And, 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 and for me, that's where the foot groundwork works for your state. Find out who these people are that's running your community. See, we, we, we try so hard to get to the top and tear the person at the top down. The point I'm trying to make is that we have to start at the bottom first, okay? And, and that's educating ourselves. And like I said, that was on their website. You know what I'm saying? So it starts with us learning and understanding um, the basic of of everything that's going that's going on in order for us to understand the big picture. You know, we have people that's older than us that experienced a lot more, been through a lot more and everything like that. Learn, educate yourself. I want to vote and feel like my vote 
matters. And I know as people say, your vote do matter, your vote do matter. Okay, I don't feel like my vote matter at this time. I just hope that one day that they put a candidate in there that I can relate to. It's the show, and y'all got to watch it, and it's on Netflix, and I think it's called 13th. Y'all really need to watch that. It's on Netflix. In this documentary, it talks about slavery being abolished. But if you look at the Constitution, in the 13th Amendment, it talks about slavery being abolished, but they can treat you like a slave. So if you go to prison, you're a slave. You're a slave. And so this is what it says. It says in section one, so, okay, it says the 13th Amendment to the United States Constitution ratified just months after the end of the American Civil War abolished enslavement and involuntary servitude, except as punishment for a crime in the entire United States as passed by Congress on January 31st, 1865 and ratified by the states on December the 6th, 1865. The full text of the 13th Amendment reads, Section 1, Neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, except as punishment for a crime, whereof the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist within the United States or any place subject to their jurisdiction. Section 2, Congress shall have power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. Along with the 14th Amendment and 15th Amendment, the 13th Amendment was the first of all three Reconstruction Period Amendments adopted by the adopted following the Civil the Civil War. The rest of us do everything we can to stay free. See, this is stuff when, when we go for what we want. We need to know what we want. We haven't had a strong leader in my lifetime that demanded things and got justice for us. You know, I'm getting kind of teary-eyed because it's sort of like, what do we want? You know, you saw Ice Cube. You know, was saying some things about, you know, d demanding stuff. That's what I'm saying. Because if you can get those right key people in place. See, in order for change, you got to get the old ones out. And that's real. We can't expect change and, and we got a bunch of old dogs that don't want to learn new tricks. It's just not going to work for us as a movement. Once the baby boomers are gone, Generation X, we got to stand up. So I'm just going to go ahead and get ready to sign off. It has been a pleasure talking to you guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Untamed and Unchained podcast. I'll see you guys later. Bye.